Catherine Furk and US correspondent. Hi, Catherine. Hi there, Heather. So yet again, we've got the shootings marring the 4th of, Stu- 4th of July celebrations. Yeah, it feels like we talk about this every year, overshadowing holiday weekends here in the US. Overnight, we've had a shocking incident in Philadelphia where a man put on a bulletproof vest and carried an automatic rifle through the city streets and he just started shooting at people randomly. He managed to kill five people, including a 15-year-old boy, and he also seriously wounded two very young children. Now, he was able to roam across four city blocks before police were able to corner him and stop him. We have absolutely no motivation for this attack, but it was just one of several shooting incidents across this long holiday weekend. Why, are, Fort- why are people using the 4th of July, Catherine, to, to, to attack other people? It's interesting. It's actually one of the riskiest days here in the US as far as gun violence goes. I think it's just so many people are out and about on the streets. There are mass gatherings everywhere. Every city in every state uh, has these celebrations. People take their long holiday weekends very seriously here. So I think if you are intent on uh, committing violence, it's the perfect opportunity. But we've just seen, you know, again this year, like in Fort Worth, Texas, we had a parade that ended in carnage. Uh, At least three people killed when uh, a group of men opened fire on the crowd there. We also had in uh, Chicago multiple shooting incidents. At this stage, we think there are five people dead, um, around another 33 injured. Just a horrific start to July. And we're on track for the worst year ever in America in terms of gun violence. Catherine, how did these people on the U.S.-Mexico border die? Yeah, what a what a horrible story. Uh, so police have recovered the bodies of four drowned migrants, and that unfortunately includes an infant from the Rio Grande River. Um, and this comes just days before Texas officials were set to establish what they're calling a floating water barrier along parts of this river, specifically to deter these sorts of border crossings. I mean, we've spoken quite a few times about the dire situation at the southern border and it's not getting any better. We've just seen an absolute flood of migrants trying to enter the US from Mexico. And unfortunately, we're seeing people take more and more risky paths, often fatal paths, to try and avoid detection and get into the US. Um, Last year was the deadliest on record for migrants and unfortunately, we are already on track for that number to rise this year. Now, uh, is it New York where these shark attacks are happening? Yes, isn't this bizarre? I'm here in New York myself and coming from, you know, your part of the world. I I really don't think of New York's coastline as being particularly dangerous Mm. in terms of sharks. But we have had a spate of incidents uh, just over the last couple of days, five attacks in two days. First, we heard of a 15-year-old girl bitten on the leg. Then it was a 15-year-old male surfer who was attacked. Today, three people bitten in separate incidents near Long Island. What's interesting is that authorities don't know what sort of shark is out there attacking people. They suspect it might be a bull shark, but they're really not sure. And shark attacks generally are very rare in the United States. I think there was only about 40 last year. Most of those are in Florida. So to have five incidents off the New York coastline in just the last two days is quite extraordinary. It's certainly got people quite nervous about whether they should be entering the water at the moment. Catherine, thank you. Appreciate your time. That's Catherine Furkin, US correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.